Welcome once again to episode 16 now of the Drink Local <laughs> podcast. Remember, we skipped 14, if you're wondering. <laughs> so now we're skipped. all confused. She told me this wasn't a good idea, but here we are. So We did 14, y'all just didn't hear it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, welcome to episode 16 of the Drink Local podcast. My name is William, and I'm with... Misa. And we are avid, longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones, and we aren't brewers. What we are is people just like you. Just some people who really, really love beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years now, and during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we do for fun, craft beer always plays a role. So with that said, we have some very, very special beers mm -hmm. today. Yes. I have no idea <laughs> what they are. Okay. And all I know is the can art. Yes. And I would love for you to illuminate us on what this is. Okay. So this is a, basically, we have four different cans today instead of our usual three. This is the Le Legends Never Die Variety Pack. That sounds heavy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you are into sports or if you, you're a Kobe fan, you know that Legends Never Die is like a Kobe thing. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Is that what he said? I don't know if he said this, but a lot of people were saying this after he died. They're saying that after he died? Yeah. That seems awkward. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> well, let me open this, okay? okay? So as usual, I had poured three of the cans, and I'm pouring this fourth one. Nice. He had a lot of slogans, so I can't, I couldn't he keep did. up with all of them. He did. Yeah. So, okay, so the can that I just poured, it, it actually does say heroes come and go. Legends live forever, and so this so this uh Legends Never Die variety pack is from Elix, E L I Q S, and uh actually a person I follow on Twitter was tweeting about this and tweeted me and was like he he lives in Japan so he was like um he's a Lakers fan and was like oh my god I really want to get this but they only deliver within California, so I hope she gets it. And so he tagged me, and I was like, what? What is this? And so I think that it was, it had just gone on sale, or it was just going to or something. And so I went and got the uh, variety pack. Um, so that you can get it. You're getting get... too much information. Oh, sorry. Because we don't know what the beers are. Yeah, yeah, I was about to go into and it. So we haven't had any yet. I'm so thirsty. Oh, okay, well, dude, you can't say that because you have gone on way longer than this <laughs> without us. I'm just staring at these beverages, so whatever, here you go. No, I'm sorry, no, 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 go, go ahead. No, no let's no, cheers, you were right, bro, you were right. let's cheers. I don't want to do an angry cheers. No, no, let's do it. I don't want to do an angry cheers. I don't know what I'm drinking, I want to know what I'm drinking, so please, continue, I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> this is what happens, I was just about to get into it. I'm so sorry. The variety pack has four different 
cans. Each can has a different artwork. <laughs> you can get each of these cans as a, uh, what is it, like a... An individual... 12 like a, pack. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, so when you get the variety pack, you get three of each. Of, so you get 12 total. Um, so this one I have here, the first one I have to my left, nobody can see this, is, <laughs> is a, this one is, what is it called? Mamba Forever Hard Seltzer. A hard seltzer. So this will be my first ever hard seltzer. Hard seltzer. Yes. Okay. And then uh, the one, the next one is L.A. Legend Blonde. L.A. Legend Blonde. Okay. Uh -huh. And then uh, this next one is the Tribute Amber Ale. The Tribute Amber Ale. And okay. the one I just poured was Live Forever IPA. Okay. So, yeah. Well, let's cheers. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to do the seltzer. I'm doing the IPA. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, this tastes like... Um, How's the seltzer taste? An alcoholic Sprite. Oh, yeah? Yes. Mm, yeah, it does. Uh, so, who... I guess you would mix it with stuff? Whoa, whoa! Or maybe not, I don't know. So, Elix yeah. is not brewing these beers. No. Who's so, brewing these beers? So, Absolution Brewing, which is a brewery in Torrance, California, in South, uh, Southern California, is uh, made all these beers, including the seltzer. I guess they brew seltzers. So, these actually have these, like, uh, Kobe-themed names, but actually the seltzer, which is uh the tribute no, no wait mamba forever hard seltzer is f actually their fresh lime hard seltzer okay so this lime. is something that they just yeah. recanned yeah 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 and then the uh la legend blonde ale is their forbidden blonde ale which... so they're actually just recanning yes their own beer yes okay yeah they didn't brew the specific beer These for aren't this specially brewed beers yeah. for this yeah and okay. then the uh amber the tribute amber ale is their cardinal sin red ale okay and then the ipa the uh live forever ipa is their 405 ipa okay 405 is the name of a freeway in, yeah. in la for those of you who are not familiar yeah. and so so yeah, so Elix is like this uh, website that I guess originally started it kind of more for like events. So like, I don't know if you've ever been to like an event or a party where they had like water, but it was like branded water, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of easier to brand water. You just put like a piece of paper or whatever yeah. around it. You and it has it's your... Fiji now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like state. it's for whatever the party is, right? Yeah. So... Um, it's, I guess, I'm assuming, that's what I'm imagining, what they mean by, like, you know, events and stuff. So I guess they started where it's like, hey, you can have, like, um, can art. We'll provide the beer, probably, like, from, you know, like, well, what do you want? What kind of beer do you want? An IPA. And then the IPA is probably always this, like, same IPA, you know. Um, and they basically brand your um, can and so then they started doing more with it and I guess they have other stuff going on you can talk about it but so this happened to be for Kobe like a tribute 
And so each can has a different um, artist in it. Oh, so they're all different artists as well. Yeah, it says the artist is on the uh, on the can. And um, so for every can sold, they'll be donating to support the After School All-Stars where Kobe served as a brand ambassador. So I don't know if the After School um, All-Stars is what used to be the Mamba Academy because remember they changed their name? Yeah, like, no, the Mamba, Mamba, no, no, that was Mamba Sports Academy, oh, which is now just called Sports, Sports Academy. Academy. Okay, so it's something else, but. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I think I, yeah, I don't see the artist's name on this can anywhere. Yeah, it's on the side. At. I just see Elix. Oh. It's on I don't side. see the artist's name on the can, but this first can I'm looking at is the Hard Seltzer can, and mm -hmm. it just has, um, Kobe looking up into his future at the time. <laughs> and uh, it also has Mambasita's jersey. That's his daughter, mm -hmm. number two. Hanging in yeah, the rafters in the background. Yeah. And then shot clock is at 24. Yeah, yeah. And I just noticed this today that he's wearing, like, a shirt that has, like, Kobe on it. Like, yeah. from different... Arizona yeah, so it's very cool, very cool. Yeah, so that one is designed by Carling Jackson. Carling. Carling with a G at the end. Carling with, a, with an I N G. Like he's like he's not Carl. He's Carling. He's like Carling. He's, he's he's in the process of yes. being a Carl at all times. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Okay, fair enough. Designed by Carling Jackson, a native of Vancouver, Canada, is a humanitarian teacher and professional artist. Wow. She, she is wow, a full-time celebrity athlete artist for athletes in the NBA, MLS, MLB, WNBA, European Premiership Leagues, and NFL. Damn, she's doing so much. I know, what an accomplished person. Wait, what? Carling? Humanitarian teacher, professional artist, and a full-time celebrity athlete artist. That's a lot. Yeah. I want to be Man. taught by a humanitarian <laughs> teacher. <laughs> We could use that right now. We, we really could. So, yeah, I wonder what she thinks about all this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got questions. Mm -hmm. So, the next one mm -hmm. that I'm looking at mm -hmm. is the LA. Forbidden Blonde. Yeah, the or, L.A. Legend Blonde. Excuse me, the L.A. Legend Blonde. See, I don't see where that name is. I don't think it's on the can. Okay, yeah. but this one yeah. uh, has Kobe doing the thing that you like to do. <laughs> <laughs> where he uh, pulls his jersey and yeah. just shakes it like, ah! Yeah, he's pulling the uh, shoulder part. This is like from when he, I feel like when he when he won one of the championships. Maybe. I, this I is mean, like a I famous his scene. fingers where wrapped. Like, I don't know yeah. when his fingers got injured, but he had the fingers Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 09, maybe? Okay. Oh, 09 oh, uh, or 2010. But this is or... very cool. This is a very yeah, cool Yeah, that one's can. dope. I like that one. Um, so that one's emotional. like a gold... Uh, yeah, so, and who, who was the artist behind artist this? Artist is uh, designed by Kate Jensen. Kate an, Jensen. An artist and art director in Los Angeles where she works within the entertainment industry to design movie poster campaigns and album artwork. Makes sense. As a painter, she's used her lens of synesthesia. Synesthesia. What is that? I believe synesthesia is when uh, you can uh, smell... Colors. Oh. 
to develop a style that portrays how she sees music. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it comes in different ways. Okay, yeah. Because okay. I had a coworker. It's where your are conflated. Yeah, I had a coworker who, for her, a note because she was a musician, but a note was a number or something. Oh wow. Yeah, and wow. I, was, I was like, "What?" Like I had never heard of this before, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, yeah, so it's very like this. Is, it, yeah, I I love that can. I think okay. that one might be my favorite one. Uh -huh. The uh, number two, the second can. Yeah, yeah, the blonde okay. by okay. Kate Jensen. And so now I'm looking at the more purple one. And which one? Which one is this? The, the tribute amber. amber ale. The tribute amber ale or cardinal sin red mm -hmm. ale mm -hmm. by Absolution. Mm -hmm. And that dope too. Yeah, this one's awesome. It's Kobe. It's like a a photorealistic Kobe mm -hmm. Bryant going up for a layup, mm -hmm. and there is a mamba snake or some kind of snake. It might be a python for a lot of people. You're I like, mean, I don't know what a black well, mamba actually no, looks because like. I feel like this is a python because it has like a python pattern, mm -hmm. and I don't know that a a mamba is a constrictor snake. But it's wrapped around him. It is, you know, yeah, it's yeah. constricting him. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like uh, a black mamba, which mm -hmm. I don't even know that it's necessarily black. But I think that that snake's a solid color. And I think it's longer and more slender. And it just has highly venomous poison. Hmm. So I think that you might be looking that up right now. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like, it's like gray. Yeah. Yeah. So... You're like I know my black mambas. <laughs> I I I know my snakes. I'm not a I'm not, I'm not a snake person. No, you know your black mambas. Yeah, I do. I do. Both I'm of very. Them. I'm a very big fan of all things black mamba, including including Beatrix Kiddo. Mm -hmm. So the original black mamba. Yeah, the one that Kobe <laughs> stole. The one that Kobe <laughs> swagger jacked completely. Like he literally even took the uh, hilt of her sword and stole that as his logo, but he made the bottom uh, of the, the uh, triangular star yeah. longer, like like more phallic. <laughs> you know? So in some of the pictures, the snake looked more black, and some of, some of them looked more gray. Okay. So okay. it's probably a very but variety anyway, of though, variation. And so this one's like, you know, it's almost like, so it's wrapped around his body and then up his like arm where he's laying the ball up. This like this feels like almost like a shirt that you would see like mm -hmm. being sold near. Totally, Staples totally. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So um, who's the artist behind this one? So this one is designed by Mikey Halim. Okay. Halim. Okay. Halim. I don't know. A graphic <laughs> designer known as Srilik. Srilix. Not Skrillex. No. Srilix. Srilix. S-R-E-L-I-X exclamation point. Oh. He's been designing for, I don't know why there's like a, a, a what do you call the, the little, I don't know if. Um, for roughly four years. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. And has been featured in multiple NBA teams. ESPN and other news media com companies such as NBC Sports, Fox, Sports, USA Today, and more. I could see it. I could totally see it too. Okay. And the last one mm -hmm. that we're looking at is called what? Live Forever IPA. 
Okay, so this one is the 405 IPA from mm -hmm. Absolution. And this is the can that says, Heroes come and go, legends live forever. Mm -hmm. It's much more like graffiti inspired. Mm -hmm. It has a silhouette of Kobe that's mm -hmm. all tagged up. Mm -hmm. And then the word love all mm -hmm. over the can. It's and really, really gold. exciting. Mm -hmm. And this one actually has the artist tag yeah. on there at Ruben Rojas. Yeah. So Ruben Rojas is an artist and muralist who uses the urban landscape as his can canvas to encourage communities to change for the better through optimism and collaboration. So I'm wondering if he, he must have done like a Kobe mural. Probably. Right? There's so many of those. Yeah, there are a lot of Kobe murals in LA. Yeah. yeah. Lots and lots and lots. Kobe is, uh, you know, he's a big thing here, obviously. So, um, I'm going to talk, you know, a little bit about that. Well, I guess the love, love, love is his kind of signature thing. Oh, I because see. when you go to his website, he uh, has okay, a lot so that's, of that's stuff. how you can identify his art. Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to talk more about Absolution. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Kobe a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why we ended up with these camps. We talked about it a little bit, but why yeah. it was so special to us that we got to do it. Mm -hmm. Um... And we're going to also talk a little bit about some things surrounding all of these things. Mm -hmm. But first, I do want to talk a little bit about the other beers on Elix. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I know you were looking at it the other day. Yeah, they're, they're hilarious. Mm -hmm. So now that I know that these are not necessarily uh, brewed... Specially. 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 Yeah, no, I think they probably have yeah. like a roster of beer and then Right. Um yeah. I wonder if you get to try more absolution beers or if it's oh, always maybe. these ones. I don't know. I mean they might have you know other so, kinds. So Elix, uh -huh. for some reason, they have a lot of Fight COVID nineteen variety packs. <laughs> There's like a ton, right? There are How there many? are eleven. You said eight. Oh, at okay. least eight variety packs, and so these are all cans with different art. So eight times four, right? Because each right, yeah, designed with uh, um, art by different artists inspired by trying to fight COVID. Right. Yeah, and so um. The one that I'm looking at, uh -huh. Variety Pack 1, is the same beers. Okay. Okay. It is Blonde Ale, Amber yeah. Ale, it IPA. It probably is the same, yeah. And Hard Seltzer. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, I thought that was very interesting and very funny because they have so many. Like, And some of them are sarcastic. Some of them are, you know, earnest. Mm -hmm. Some of them uh, can be really rude. Like the one that looks like Clorox bleach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm assuming that that's uh, representative of when the uh, president told us to all drink bleach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in order to cure the yeah. In order to cure the virus, we can mm -hmm. just drink bleach. Yeah. Um, and That'll... of course, this is America, so mm -hmm. there was a spike in uh, people drinking bleach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and let me tell you, I mean it's. A funny can, but just as a design for it's something, not safe. it just doesn't look appetizing to drink. Because yeah. I mean, you you are thinking bleach, yeah. you know. So, 
There's a beer called Cough Beer, mm-hmm. which is uh, super rude. Um, and, uh, you know, there are some beers that are just more like a little bit low-key. Like one of them is like designed, is inspired where someone is their house. So like because they're mm-hmm. in their home at all mm-hmm, times, mm-hmm. they melted with their home, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the uh, variety pack that I liked, mm-hmm. that I thought was so funny, mm-hmm. was the Fauci Fan Club <laughs> variety pack. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yes, which That's they have two variety packs. Oh my god! Consisting of two beers each, um, that are dedicated to uh, <laughs> our uh, struggling. Um, Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. He's been going through a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that was really funny to me. I thought, you know, this is something that's definitely worth checking out. When I saw this, I definitely thought, man, I would love to be able to design a beer uh-huh. can mm-hmm. on Elix. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can. I don't know if there's a minimum that you have to do. Okay. Explain that to us. So, well, for one thing, I think I know how these COVID uh, beers came about. Fight COVID beers. I'm guessing because I was looking on their website and you can, I guess they have, I don't know how often, but they accept submissions. I see. And so they have a theme. Like, so currently the the, um, deadline is July 2nd. And the theme is sports. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. And so they have a template that you can download. And um, this is the first of three prompts that we will be rolling out for our hashtag keep sports alive campaign. Interesting. Yeah. So they're doing right now. So I'm assuming the one before this was fight COVID I see, campaign, I see. and then those are probably all the submissions they got. I mean, not all, but then well, they a lot of them. them. I mean, they yeah. got a lot. They did. They I think did that's eight. why they have so many. Yeah, they did eight. Yeah, so it's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. So you can uh, do that, and then I think so. That is kind of more their. Uh, you know, they have a theme, and then you submit sure. it, and then you get picked or whatever. So there, it does seem like you can um, also submit. A design but I'm not entirely sure I haven't like fully looked into it of looking for something a little more custom if you scroll down it'll let you um, note that all that order delivery is limited to California addresses so they're still doing it well yeah I don't know what the minimum is but it looks like there may be some kind of way so it seems I, I that see way. the custom tab so yeah. you know it looks like there may be some kind of way but either way mm-hmm. I would love to do something like this. Mm-hmm. This would be really amazing. I think mm-hmm. it would be a fun way to, you know, a, a fun creative outlet. For sure. So, yeah. Um, I do want to talk about Absolution. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about these beers. Okay. In particular, because, I mean, we talked about the cans. Because mm-hmm. the cans are the feature of this podcast. For sure. But... Let's talk about Absolution mm-hmm. and let's talk about these beers. Okay. So Absolution is San Diego. Or no, no, it's in Torrance. No, it's Torrance. Torrance. Yeah. Okay. So I remember going to Absolution. Okay. I think that we went on the way back from, uh, like, I don't know, San Diego one time. Hmm. You know, which I don't know why we would do that, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know, but because it's off the 405. So, but I remember going here. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I remember, I mean, I, the name is familiar, but, and we've been to a few breweries in uh, Torrance, Torrance yeah. but I don't remember. Yeah, this might have been when we were actually, you know, it all blends together when you're yeah. uh, you know, doing these kinds of mm -hmm. uh, beer treks, but this might have been when we were going to all of those Torrance mm -hmm. breweries. Yeah. Um, like what, like Monkish? Monkish, yeah, because I remember Monkish and like uh, Phantom Carriage and a few yeah. other yeah. places over there. Yeah, and well, it is, um, you know, it's one of your classic warehouse breweries. Uh -huh. You know, it's something, it's not something that's going to be unfamiliar to you. It is the type of place it caters to food trucks. Yeah, even though it looks, I don't know, it looks like they have food, but maybe it's food truck food. I believe that they're talking about that they're just showing stuff from food trucks, food trucks? because okay. if you look at food this week, mm -hmm. oh, okay. then it shows that they have Berlin truck, oh, Mr. Okay. Dog, Quesadilla Wizards, <laughs> okay. which all sounds excellent. Mm -hmm. um, and their beers, I think, are, hmm, how would I describe these particular beers? Um, I'm trying to put my finger on it. Like... These particular beers, I have an idea of. Mm -hmm. um, their beer, mm -hmm. I feel like, um, like they're not necessarily like deviating. Yeah, I was formula. gonna say they kind of to me they taste kind of like old school, like in a sense of like it reminds me of like earlier craft beer days mm -hmm. like the flavors you mm -hmm. know so they're not necessarily like it's weird to say they don't taste trendy but like you know what i mean like yeah yeah so no like i see just like you know it's one of those things where a lot of people mm -hmm are really trying to carve their own unique path mm -hmm. in this highly competitive right. industry right now mm -hmm. where everyone is trying to do something that sets them apart. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. They feel like they've been brewing beer. Yeah, like, I guess they that, opened in 2013. That's what they're focusing on. Yeah. You know, they're focusing on brewing beer. So I'm looking at their shop, for example, okay? Mm -hmm. And so they have, they do deliver. Mm -hmm. um, they do uh, in-state shipping. Mm -hmm. They have the Cruising South Mexican Lager, mm -hmm. which Mexican Lager is a popular style right now mm -hmm. in SoCal. Yeah. The. You think it's just in SoCal? I think so. Really? Why? Do you think that it's elsewhere? I don't know. I never thought about it like that. You know, I think it's SoCal. Hmm. Okay. I've never even had a Mexican lager <laughs> that was like Rude from outside of, yeah, somewhere That's true. Else. That's true. You oh, know? Interesting. Um, well, I'm just saying because like, I mean, like a Corona, you know, is popular all over the place. Right. 
you know, that's what a Mexican lager is, right? That's kind of the idea. But I get it, yeah. They have a hazy. Mm-hmm. Which is also, you know, it's, it is, those things are trendy. Yeah, the, the, so they have the trendy ones. And they have their core beers, mm-hmm. which are the Cardinal Sin, mm-hmm. the Forbidden, and the mm-hmm. 405. Mm-hmm. All of which I am 100% sure we've had. Mm-hmm. Probably, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have these two sour. Sours, yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, the Juicy Tart fruited sour ale which looks like it's like a lime flavor and they have one that looks like it's like a blackberry hmm. flavor and then they have this seltzer right which i was really surprised by this is my first seltzer you know mm-hmm. um i don't think that i'm ever going to be a seltzer mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. um and i didn't know that breweries mm-hmm. like beer breweries mm-hmm were some of them were doing this now yeah i haven't really i feel like we haven't really come across that like when you think of a seltzer you think of a white claw right yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. i guess that's what a seltzer is yeah isn't that like aren't these what the i think you know, so like that's the popular stuff yeah yeah like i feel like i'm older <laughs> so this is what the kids are drinking the white claws yeah you know are they high in alcohol? Why are they drinking these? I have no Does idea. it taste good? Like, what's the... I, I don't know. <laughs> what's the draw? Why well, did White Claw become so popular? I mean, it has a cool name. Yeah. You know? Um, but this is, you know, like, so... No, it's only 5%. I don't get it. So, maybe because it's somewhere in between a like soda a soda and a beer. yeah no totally you know yeah. and that's like the transitional yeah level right like yeah, i remember yeah, yeah. back in the yeah, day no, when i was right. first starting and i was drinking uh mike's heart lemonades yeah 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 you know? <laughs> yeah yeah like wine coolers and shit yeah yeah, 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 right. yeah totally totally you know? yeah, yeah so the cardinal sin red uh, ale uh, it's your standard amber ale uh-huh. you know like i don't feel when i drink Either the blonde or the cardinal sin mm-hmm. that this is like set apart right. from other beers. That's just for me. And mm-hmm. when I drink the IPA, mm-hmm. even though the color mm-hmm. is something that looks more West Coast, uh-huh. I feel like the flavor yeah. is a little more malty. Than yeah, I no, it tastes like an old school. It's IPA. old school. It's and, not a West Coast yeah, IPA. And that and that's my favorite one. Mm. You know, I like that one the best because I do like to have an old school mm-hmm. style IPA. I think that it's something you don't really that, get those. <laughs> yeah, because it's anymore. like it's either hazy or it's like a West Coast, I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. No, th- that's why I was saying old school because I had the IPA first, and I was like, "This is an old school IPA." Like, you know. Um. So. I would have liked uh-huh. if they did something just for this project. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because it feels like they missed an opportunity right. to do something a little more ambitious. For this Kobe project, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, right. But it's cool. Also, they're in South Bay. They're literally... Because the Lakers uh, um, facility... Their headquarters is like in uh, um, 
Redondo, Redondo Beach? Is it El Segundo? Or El, Segundo El Segundo, which is uh, just a little west more towards the ocean, but pretty just, you just, just west of Torrance basically. Yeah. So they're in this greater area called South Bay. So they're, you know, in, in the neighborhood, so to speak, even though, you know, LA is huge, so still pretty yeah. far, but, you know, so I'm sure that, you know, it's special to them too, because I remember uh, after Kobe died and we went to some breweries, like, you know, there was one, uh, I think it was Common Space. Mm -hmm. They had like something Kobe and hanging and a lot of breweries, like LA breweries had some sort of tribute and stuff like that, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, they have like personal feelings about it too but I do think it's probably just uh, uh, the deal they have with Elix mm. you know that like their Elix you choose from this 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 and this beer you know it's just it's like I feel right. like that's the contract right. you know yeah. like I'm sorry to be like all like I mean but that's the, <laughs> and plus like you know that's the beer yeah. that since it's an, it's their core beers right that's what they can brew enough of to do that right with because right. they They're are a small cake. batch brewery of the day right and like do I don't have, know how many they made of these but yeah they do have other beers because yes. so now they do growlers mm -hmm. and they do crawlers, but they're calling them howlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they're calling them howlers. I don't know why they feel like they gotta call them. I, I feel like if you're gonna do that, you gotta do something. It can't just be a crawler. You mean it can't just look like a crawler? Yeah. They can't just be in a can. Yeah, but they're doing howlers. They're calling them howlers. You know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you can see that you can get a lot of non-core beers. Mm -hmm. Which, and of course, they're core beers. Right. Um, which all sound, you know, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, they have the Beverly Pills Cop, <laughs> Imperial Pilsner. Mm -hmm. I've heard of a, an, another Pilsner called Beverly Pills. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I forgot <laughs> who does that. An LA brewery? Yeah, I feel like it's Envy. I, like, I don't know. Mm. But the. What else? Good day, LA. Mm -hmm. The pale ale. Mm -hmm. You know, I love a good pale. Purgatory Hefeweizen. Mm -hmm. Twin Harmonies West Coast IPA. Mm -hmm. They're describing the 405 as a West Coast IPA. Really? Now, yeah. I didn't feel, I feel like this is more of a New England style IPA based on flavor, like in the most, in the oldest school terms. Hmm. Like it's not, it's not as dank. As something that I would expect. From well, the out. one that's canned, they're calling the four or five IPA. So I wonder if it's like a a different a variation of it. I don't know. Perhaps. Let me see. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. They're both six point eight, so it might be the same. Probably the same beer. Java Fett. Mm -hmm. Imperial Coffee Stout. Mm -hmm. I had a friend today mm -hmm. say that he's never had a coffee stout mm -hmm. that he's liked. Really? I found that surprising as well. Hmm. Yeah, and so you know, I feel like he's been unlucky with beer a little bit, like uh -huh. because he's been saying this about other things. He's been like, ah, and like you know, he he's been getting beer uh, shipped to him uh -huh. through services, uh -huh. you know, like like these kind of like subscription services, uh -huh. you know. And he's like, yeah. ah, this is okay, uh -huh. you know, and 
now he's doing it with coffee as well. Oh, actual coffee? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I'm kind of like, I mean, I don't know if it's an indictment on the subscription service. Oh, it's a subscription. Right, uh... yeah. Where he's just doing things to him, you know? Because, like, there are a lot, like, like men, like, men culture uh-huh. is subscription-based. I feel like for the younger men, like not for me, but like you know, like because I only I only heard of like men uh-huh. where they're like, we'll just send you a box of clothes every month. <laughs> we pick them out for you, like your mom. Like we pick them out. Yeah, you know. And we'll send you a box of clothes. You have a fit, and I'm like, but like choosing the clothes is yeah is only eclipsed by wearing the clothes. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, <laughs> choosing it is such a good part. I mean, for some people, they're just like, hey, they tell me I have to wear clothes, so I wear them. But I can't, I don't. It's a formality. Yeah. They they just, it stresses them out. They don't want to choose it. Well, I think sometimes people get stressed out because they're like, I mean, if if it were up to them, they would just be dressing whatever. And then that's just not, like, it's not getting good reviews. Would you want your clothes chosen for you? And sent to you in a box every month? No, and but you're right. I feel like I've never heard because when you listen to podcasts and radio, they always have ads for this kind of shit. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club, which I'm like, I'm down with that because it's the same thing. You know what you're getting. It's the fucking blades every... I don't know how often I guess you choose, right? But, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just assuming you get to choose how yeah. often you get them. But with like... Something where you're like, you don't know what you're going to get. Because I don't think I've heard subscription of like clothes for women. Because I feel like, I don't, but I'm sure there's women who are just like, oh God, like I don't fucking care, you know. But I wouldn't want to because I feel like for me, because their thing is we'll send you stuff. If you don't like it, send back the ones you don't like and keep the ones you like. I think that's how it works. And I'm like. I have to now send it back. Like, that's extra work. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that because uh, I have a friend who, um, I think she kind of, like, uh, slowed down. With but, like, she would buy stuff online. Like, she would buy a bunch of clothes and stuff online. And then she would, like, uh, return them or s- sell a bunch of stuff on eBay that she doesn't, she bought but she didn't like or whatever, you know. But I'm like... She was sending stuff like back or or sending them to eBay, like whoever bought them on eBay, like all the time. Where she just, you know, she was like, "Oh, I, you know, it's not a big deal for me." But I'm like, that sounds so like stressful. Like I don't want to have to pack it and go to the thing to send it, stand in line. To, like that stresses me the fuck out. So what are they doing with the clothes when you send them back? Like you, I don't know. Like are they resending them to some other guy? Maybe, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like that situation. If you are somebody who listens to this podcast oh. and you receive your clothes subscription style. I've never heard anyone who actually did that. Contact us. <laughs> Tell us what your experience is. Tell the, us why you do that. Because I know like some people do the grocery thing. And I, I'm sure uh, a lot of people like the boxes, the farmer boxes or whatever yeah, they're called. Yeah. Um, People were doing this before, you know, this whole thing. Oh, yeah, a box of meat. I remember that. I remember that, too. I remember, you know, meat? this is also, cause I, like I said, I listen to sports radio. So that's you know, a lot of meat. I know, but, like, no, but that was a thing that, you know, sports, you know, like, that's some uh, some man stuff. You send you a I box know. of meat. 
What'd you see? Like, I know, <laughs> like, the ones where they, the Blue Apron or whatever, where they send you, I shouldn't be naming these names. I know, right? hey, We're not getting paid for this shit. Hey, I, I know. Um, But, like, where it's like, they have a <laughs> recipe to be like, this is the exact ingredients for this dish. Like, that's one thing, but the ones where they send you vegetables... I've heard like people who get it, they're just like, ah, we got a rutabaga or something where they're like, I don't know what to do with this. I got a rutabaga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some random <laughs> vegetable where they're going to have to like Google, like, what can you make with, you know, like, so I'm like, ah, oh, that, and also food is perishable. So it's just like, I feel like it would stress me out. Yeah. You know, so I don't like committing to something where I don't know what I'm getting. What I'm... I don't think, I like with coffee, I'm down to try it. There are limits on what you can get with subscription. Yeah. You know, you can't, like, you can't get everything. Yeah. Subscription-based. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, it's not a subscription, but it kind of reminds me of, like, in Japan, like, uh, during, like, New Year's sales, you know, when um, the, the second or third day of the New Year, the uh, stores start to open and they'll have these things called like the lucky bag or whatever and depending on the store they'll be like you know um buy this bag of stuff <laughs> from our store for a hundred dollars but the stuff inside is worth three hundred dollars or something like that you know or it'll be from like a brand or yeah. it could be like something basic you know yeah. There's different price points. You can get this like a uh, $50 one or you could get this $100 one and you're just like, oh shit. And it's almost kind of like you're trying your luck at what you're going right. to get, you know, but it's so stressful because you're just like, ah, you know, there's, of course there's going to be some bullshit in there. Hell yeah. You know, how do you think they're putting that shit together with a bunch of bullshit that, th that didn't sell, <laughs> you know, they're not putting new products in there. So... But since we're... I don't even know what we're talking about. Whatever. <laughs> Subscription, I guess. Oh, stouts. <laughs> Coffee stouts. That's how we yeah. got onto I this. Mean, I didn't want to get back to it. You know, I was like, we talked enough about Absolution. Mm -hmm. We had enough with these beers. You yeah. know, they're delicious. Yes. They're, you know, serving their purpose. Mm -hmm. um, but since we are drinking these Kobe-themed yes. beers, yes. you know, mm -hmm. I don't feel like Kobe was somebody uh -huh. who beer? knew beer very well. Nah, yeah, Kobe so. didn't seem like... Vino! Yeah. You know, and <laughs> I, you know, like, I dare I say that Kobe probably didn't know wine oh. as well as he thought he would. I think that he was just drinking really expensive wine, you know? Whereas, like, the guys after him right. were the wine guys. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. LeBron, LeBron and Carmelo. Wade. The whole yeah, wine club. Yeah, the banana boat boys. Um, CJ McCollum is a big wine guy. He would be. He, he would is a be. big wine guy. He, he on be. his podcast, he has like a. I don't know if he has it every segment, but he has like a wine segment. Yeah. And you know who uh, was Kobe's teammate, who actually owns a vineyard or vineyard and winery. Who owns a vineyard? Him and his family. Pal Gasol. Nope. Okay. Sasha Vujicic. Sasha Vujicic. Yep, yep, That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. He has a whole wine thing going on. That's so. awesome. I think I've heard that before. Yeah. I think I've heard that before. I think it's in Central California, I want to say, but I don't know. See, the reason why I said Pau Gasol is because I think that Pau Gasol would know his wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not going to talk about it. 
You're not going to be like, oh. He will tell you what book he read, though. <laughs> He'll post that shit in English and in Spanish. Today, <laughs> when it was announced mm -hmm. that, I don't know if you heard, but the cover athlete for mm -hmm. NBA oh, uh -huh, 2K21 uh -huh. uh -huh. yeah. is going to be Damian Lillard. For the... Uh, Whatever edition, yeah. The regular edition, uh -huh. yeah. They uh -huh. haven't announced who the legend edition yeah. is going to be uh -huh. yet, because they send multiple editions mm -hmm. for some reason to try to get your money. Mm -hmm. uh, people got mad. The Kobe stands. I know. Got mad. Yeah, I'm like, what? Are you, come on. Yeah. To which, yeah, I have the same problem as yeah. you. I'm like, slow down. Like, calm look, like, the first fuck of all, down. Yeah, let this man. Dame have his shine. Yeah, a current know? player has to get a cover. Yeah, and also you have to wait and be patient. Yeah. So they can do the addition the right way, like yeah. Did the Michael Let Jordan him. One. Remember the Michael Jordan one where they had all of his legendary basketball games recreated inside yes. the game. <gasps> yes. And it was perfect. Yes. You know, it yes. was the best year uh -huh. that they ever did, and every which year was after, which was two K sixteen. Every year after that uh -huh. was increasingly garbage, <laughs> you know? Like, so they don't have time to get this right. They need to get this right. Yes. You know, and put all these legendary games. Yeah. Kobe wrote the script for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he would, though, but, like, you know. Yeah, so I'm hoping that they relax on that. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to get that out there before I yeah. asked you uh -huh. what made you want to drink. Oh, Okay. You want to go with me first? Uh, I think maybe I should go first. Yeah, you should this go time first. Because you've been going first. Yes. And also, mine, I think, is just a little bit shorter. Okay. So, what made me want to drink is anxiety okay. about <laughs> what's going to happen with sports oh, in boy. the USA. Right, right, right. Uh -huh. um, do you think uh -huh. that they can pull this off i mean any of them you know when at the beginning of when the nba was like well i don't i don't even want to say beginning because they've been saying this and it was just like oh what are they doing you know but when they're like all right we're gonna restart in uh orlando at disney and this was like when like has it been a month or so when they announced it? It's been a while now. Yeah. You know, all time feels longer right now. I know. I can't keep track of time at all. Like longer, shorter. It's Time all, feels longer. It's, and then it, when you get to the end of the month, you're like, that month blew by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a funhouse <laughs> mirror where you're just like, woo, woo, you know, like I'm just like, I time is a funhouse mirror right now. And so when I first, when they first what said that, yeah. What a quote. Great quote. Put that on a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, but I was like, um, and people were like, NBA is back. And I was like, I guess NBA is back. But like the whole time I was like, all right, well, nothing is ever definite ever anyway. But like, but since this whole COVID situation has broke out, especially, right? You can't predict, you can't say, oh, we're going to do this. Or like, you know, when we first started working from home, oh, we're going to go back to working from the office 
at this day, I'm like, why are you even setting a date? Like, what the fuck? You don't know anything. You don't, like, why would you even say, like, my company didn't really say, you know? But I think in general, because this was what, like, mid-March, right? Yeah. Um, And I think in general, people are like, oh, you know, we'll be, we'll back, be back in, in May. like, May. Yeah. And even my coworker was like, yeah, well, you know, when we go back in May, I was like, Psh, what are you talking about? You actually believe what they said back in March? This is fucking end of April and shit is not looking better, you know? And so, and obviously it didn't and here we are. Still, it's fucking like almost July. You know, when we put this up, it's going to be July, okay? Yeah. And so, so when NBA was like, oh, we're going to come back. I was like, okay, good luck to you guys, you know? (laughs) But I wasn't like, yeah, we're going to have, you know, I wasn't like fully like, trying to get back into like NBA mode because I'm like I don't know I'm not gonna I'm just gonna like just sit back and let it like see what happens you know so I'm not getting my hopes up or anything and just it increasingly has been (laughs) looking bad yes Yes. so especially fucking Florida so I'm like uh... right because the NBA wants to come back in Orlando yes where Disney World coronavirus has exploded. Yeah. Um, and they have like a whole thing, like we're gonna do it like this and whatever. And they had experts be like, oh, well, you know, they really thought this through and it looks good. But then that was like several weeks ago and now it's just like, oh, I don't yeah, know. it's got a lot worse. And I feel really like a, a lot of guys in the NBA, like, yeah. so the NBA, they wanna establish a, a bubble of safety. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there are guys in the NBA who don't have bubble discipline. There's I, people just in fucking look, look at us. Right. And there are people. Why who, do you think it's bad? There are people who are going to be working in mm-hmm. the bubble who definitely don't have bubble discipline or bubble incentive. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the actual people, the Disney uh, employees, right. because, you know, they're going to be staying at Disney resorts and all this and all that. But so they have, thing, like, a union situation right. where it's just like they can't be and in a bubble. one thing that's interesting mm-hmm. is that this situation, which is purely a matter of science mm-hmm. and self-control, mm-hmm. has become political. Right. So now you have to screen people for yeah. their politics <laughs> to know whether or not you can have them working Right. In your situation. Well, they're not and you gonna, can't but, do that yeah. because that's an HR violation. Right, that's right, a right. human resources right. violation. You know? So it's like, I don't know how this is going to be possible. That's just with the NBA. There are a lot of other sports. Yes. I don't know how this is going to be possible. The WNBA is planning to start back in July. Right. Um, the MLB is trying to do something. They're having all yeah. kinds of issues. Yeah. You know, aside from the virus. Yeah. Football, like I feel like football is the most likely to come back because I think that they care least about right. the labor force, uh, based on you know everything that we know mm-hmm. in, in like Will Smith movies and things like that. What you know, you know, uh, concussion. Oh, <laughs> not uh, After Earth. Okay. Even though that's another movie that's probably relevant at this time. Right. From uh, Will Smith, another one being Minority Report. Was that him? No, was that him? That's Tom Cruise. Who's the other guy? What's the other Will Smith movie where he's in the future? Uh, I. I Robot. I am Legend. That's another one, but also I Robot. That's what I was thinking. Is he in that movie? (laughs) 
isn't that Haley Joel Osment or something? No, that's no. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is a different one. It's a different one. Where that's... he doesn't blink the entire movie. Did you know that? AI. Yeah, you're thinking about AI. Yeah. What the fuck is iRobot? iRobot is Will Smith. iRobot, yeah, iRobot is Will Smith, which I guess is based on the Asimov book. I don't know. Oh, okay. But I thought that was Minority Report, but I think they had kind of similar themes where tech technology had run amok and all of our identities yeah. were being uh, oh, okay. manipulated and things like that, you know? Right. But anyway, though, yeah, so now. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all our sci-fi is confused. Hey, hey, you know this is what happens. We're we're at we're at the junk time. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. They do have sports going on. Yes. In other places. Yes. Because I've been trying to pay attention <laughs> to Japanese baseball. Which just recently came back like yeah, ten days ago or so. It's coming on long after I'm in bed. Right. So pretty much I'm I'm a fan of the Hanshin Tigers, uh-huh. which is an Osaka adjacent baseball yeah, team. It's like basically Kobe, Osaka's team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I wake up every morning <laughs> and I see that the Tigers can't score. <laughs> and they get blown out. It's the most it's the Not most, only are they losing, they're getting blown they're getting out. Blown out. <laughs> like I had looked up to see how much they've scored. Like they played about ten games already. Oh really? And I was like, how much have they scored in the past ten games? And I was like, and if you look at it, you're like, oh, they've scored about 18 points total uh-huh. in the past 10 games, which isn't bad. They had, they had one game where they scored eight, eight. points. right, yeah. yeah. And the rest, they just couldn't score, <laughs> you know? And it's just, uh, it's been blowout after blowout after blowout. Yeah. And what I realized is that the most exciting part uh-huh. of my season so far yeah. for that particular sport uh-huh. was waiting for them to come back. <laughs> and then you're like, well, never mind. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was seeing the robot singing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, European soccer? Yes, that's back. Has been back. Yeah, um, they've been dealing with a lot of weird stuff too. Yeah. Wrestling in the U.S. has just been going on and on, but then they had a huge problem where they had uh, coronavirus breakouts. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. And I don't know what happened exactly. Is that why uh, The Undertaker retired or whoever it was who retired? I think The Undertaker has retired like 27 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know what's going on with that. Wrestling. Yeah. But I respect it. Not a consumer of it, but I respect it. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, ah, I'm old. <laughs> so. I'm assuming. That's what made me want to drink. Yeah. What made you want to drink? So what made me want to drink is, uh, you know, we've been going through different shows on Netflix, Hulu, whatever we can get our hands on. And so um, <laughs> we had started, well, a while, a while back we were kind of watching an episode here and there of the show, this Japanese show that's on Netflix called Midnight Diner. Yes. Um, and then we find out because I guess like somebody was telling us season three is out or something about season three. And then 
like William looked and he's like, wow, there's only what two seasons or something. Yes. And then we find find out that there's two different midnight diners. Yes. Where one is Midnight Diner, and then the other one is Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories. Yes. Which is newer, right? Yes. Yeah. So we were watching. What's Mi- it called in Japanese? Shinya Shokudo. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So we had watched a few episodes of the first season of Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories, I guess. And then we just, after watching like a few episodes, we found out there's a whole three seasons before that. So we're like, oh shit. So then we went back and watched Midnight Diner season one, two, and then we just started season three. We just started season three. Yeah. So basically it's like, Oh, what is like a 30 What a half hour show, half, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not that long. Each episode is kind of its own story. But, so it's basically this, I guess it was based on a manga. And it's this guy who has a little diner izakaya type tiny little restaurant in Shinjuku. In this like little alley in Shinjuku, and he he opens his diner from midnight to seven a.m. And so he has people who are like regulars that you see like who's like always kind of there every episode. There's some people who are in like a lot of the episodes, but not every episode, whatever you know. And then there's people who are like have the so each episode there's like a story about one or two like patrons of the restaurant and sometimes it's a regular and sometimes it's like a new person that just happens to come in or whatever and each person has like a dish because like the whole thing the premise is that that he has like a menu which is like beer uh whatever sake and then um uh like a pork miso soup um plate nice which you see him making at the intro. That's what he's making in the intro every episode. And then otherwise, just order what you want. And if he has the ingredients for it, he'll make it for you. Or you can bring your own ingredients. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had that too where there's people like this guy was bringing a uh, bag of uh, bread, a loaf of bread, and was like, what do you want? Some sort of sandwich? Egg salad? Yeah. Egg salad sandwich. And he was like, all right, but he would like bring the bread. And so each episode, the title is like a dish. And so it's the story is based on that dish and the person and or the people and whatever story, you know, because they'll come in and they'll be like, or have an order for something and then there'll be a backstory to why that's their dish, you know, or something like that, you know. And so it's just like, it's like a little story about human like relationships and their past and stuff like that, you know. And so although I do have issues with different aspects of the portrayal of people particularly women on the show because I mean I feel like it's just such a because there's these like three women who are like one of the regulars 
and they're just always fucking hating. Like they're always hating on other women, and I'm just like, fuck, like, like, like we need to not do this. Some of the portrayal yeah. is a bit regressive, I think. A lot of the portrayal is very like stereotypical, right? And a lot of the stereotypes are very regressive. And they're like know? old, like it's like yeah, like it's old. I'm sure the manga is like I don't know from when, but like it's not like new, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I so I get it, but also it's like sometimes it's kind of infuriating. Um, but the dishes are oh, like you just watch it because I like literally this week. You were like, we're not drinking today. But then we were watching. We, so we've been watching these while we eat like lunch and dinner. <laughs> and which is good because like the last thing you want to do is watch a show with food when you're hungry. Yep. It'll you have you to be eating something even if it's not the exact thing that they're eating. Because at least you're not like, you know. And um, so yeah, but it's just like, so we watched it and I was like, we, we have to drink, you know, because they're always drinking too. It's like beer and stuff, you know. And so definitely made me want to drink and make me want a lot of the foods they're making. Yeah. 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 I really like that show. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of those things where it's just like, it's, it always mm -hmm. wraps up in mm -hmm. such a neat little bow mm -hmm. and you're like, that's the craziest thing. I know. Ever you always say that. You're like, that was a wild episode. And I'm like, you say that about every episode. And a lot of times, it's like tragic or there's like some sort of tragedy. It's like a tr like in between like some heartfelt shit. But there's yeah. like some sort of thing where like, oh no, he's going to die or whatever. And then they don't end up dying. And you're like, phew, that was a close one. Yeah. You know? Everyone has like either a sad backstory or some kind yeah. of dark past yeah or they just find out that they've like been related the whole time <laughs> or like <laughs> right like something or or they're, yeah they're they've they're they're long lost whatever or like i don't know yeah yeah it like i don't know why everyone is up late yeah and going to that diner because of shinjuku i mean for me yeah. like so my dream mm -hmm. is one day, like, I want to have, like, a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I want to have a restaurant in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know? I want to have one where it's, like, you know, a cafe in the morning. Uh -huh. uh, you know, a deli mm -hmm. in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And a beer bar at night. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. I don't know how I'm going to work all those hours uh -huh. I, haven't, I haven't figured that out yet but that that's my dream and i see that show and i'm like ah like i mean usually like if i walk into cafes uh -huh. if i walk into like small businesses uh -huh. you know um or delis things like this you know and i see the person who runs it or owns it uh -huh. i'm just like living the dream uh -huh. and that person's probably like this fucking sucks like <laughs> i had bigger dreams than the, you know uh -huh. like um but or it could be their dream but they're like fuck this is like so much harder than i thought it would yeah, be yeah yeah but when i watch that show uh -huh. i'm just like ah man like this is like exactly what i like i want to have regulars you know like, yeah. I want, like i want them to show up and just like you know right there's a back and forth like i'm a big back and forth guy too because i miss that as well 
And, right, right, right. Which is, I think, is, is a big part of why I started watching this show mm. so regularly now. Yeah. Is because I miss that interaction so much. There are so many things that I'm consuming right now. Yeah. And the basis of that uh-huh. is just recalling that How it used social to feel. interaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, you know what I realized is that, you know, here huh. in America right uh-huh. now, for those of us who are cooperating Mm -hmm. and social distancing Mm -hmm. and Uh self-quarantining we're lonely yeah you know even you know like we're a couple yeah we're able to interact with each other thank god yeah but we're still lonely so Mm -hmm. i mean there are people who are just individuals yeah you know flying solo Yeah. yeah and it's it can be a lonely time. So in a way, sure. even though I'm so frustrated with people uh-huh. violating yeah. their social distancing, uh-huh. I can understand right. as a social animal, yeah. as an instinctual being, yeah. why you would risk it all <laughs> for a moment of face-to-face right. interaction right. with another person or to be able to you know, hug someone. Right. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not really, like, that social in terms of, like, you know, like, I don't, even before this, I wasn't going out hanging out with people all the time or anything. I have friends, but I would just, like, not see them for months, you know? Um, But since this started, um, we've, like, had, like, online like FaceTime or Skype uh, drinking parties with several people. Lots of people, yeah. You know, different people. Like people who we don't, before this, we would only see like maybe a few times a year. Yeah. You know, we're not even seeing that often. Um, even my own parents, like I don't really call them that much. Um, but I've called them a lot more than I ever have in yeah. this amount of time. And that's not even like that much at all. Um, you know, I've texted with my f- uh, friends that I don't usually even text that much. You know, and I was talking to her uh, yesterday and she was like, yeah, like I feel like my friendships have gotten stronger in this time. And I was like, yeah, it's true because it really makes you like want to connect with them, you know, at least like the ones that you actually care about, you know, and then you realize like, oh, you know, you like, you need these people, you know? Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's true, you know, because we, I was going to say that we did the Skype thing with, uh, two different couples just this weekend, like on Saturday and Sunday, you know? And so, and we, they're both uh, our beer buddies. So we were all drinking beer. How many beer? I don't know. We drank a lot of beer. We drank a lot of beer. Yeah. In the meantime, you know? And so, yeah. And then we were like, oh, let's do this like next week, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, you, you need it, you know? Yeah. I think that we really undervalue and have yeah. undervalued how much we need each other as social mm-hmm. animals. Yeah. And I wish that we could, you know, make that connection. Yeah. You know, and then understand the importance right. of brotherhood. Yeah. And how it translates. Yeah. 
throughout society, you know, yeah. because we're so, you know, especially over here, mm -hmm. we're so individualistic mm -hmm. and totally. it, it really causes huge problems yeah. when it comes to the fact that the purpose of society mm -hmm. is collective. The right. purpose of society right. is for our lives to be easier right as a collective, collective right than it would be if we were just surviving on our uh, own yeah. Yeah. in the jungle right and so many people are just like fend for yourself right and you think about yeah. that and you're like you don't understand the super, purpose yeah. Yeah. of this whole social contract right. that we have why would someone participate in society right. if society is leaving them behind right. if society is not working for them yeah. in this society mm -hmm. that we live in there are no pathways right now for society to work for everyone mm -hmm. because we don't have the imagination right. to allow that to happen, even though we definitely have the means for it right, to happen. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. We are just letting people down and leaving them behind. Mm -hmm. And then we ask why they're cynical, why they don't want to participate, mm -hmm. you know? But it's like, dude, they don't have their basic needs met. Right. You know? Right. So it... In like a crazy way, what you're saying reminds me of like the Purge episode from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> where at the, you know, they go to a planet where they're like, they have like the Purge once a year and they like kill each other. But otherwise to maintain like a society or whatever. And then at the end, they're like, well, you know, let's build our society from from z scratch. You know, they're like, <laughs> you make food or whatever it's just like well i can make food but who will take care of my kids while i make the food or whatever it's like okay i'll take care of your kids if you give me some food or something you know <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's like what it is it's like we can't do everything i mean i guess we could but like really if you think about like if you're going to completely go and isolate yourself and not participate in society and you can do all of it it's a lot of fucking work you yeah. know, and the the purpose of society, like you said, is like, okay, well, like, why don't I do this part and then you do that thing? And you know what I mean? I'm like doing graphic design, which like, if you really think about it, it's like not necessary. Lar you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, largely meaningless. Largely meaningless. It's like, oh, hey, it's cool can, you know, like, I mean, it's great, but it's just like it, I mean. It's an extra thing. It's right. an extra thing that, like, it make it pretty. Like, that's nice, you know? Like, right. it's extra shit, you know? So, like, I'm... Like, the fact that I even get to do that and make a living off of some extra shit is because all these other people in society are, like, making the food for me, like, raising the whatever, like, food and, like... <laughs> distributing it and selling it to me you know standing there and like literally checking me out as like you know what i mean right. like we don't have all that i couldn't be sitting here talking about fucking beer and like right. whatever with the money that i made from like doing some extra shit that people actually don't need right right it's a matter of perspective people don't right. have people deserve to be taken care of yeah. because regardless of whether it's in a concrete or tangible way mm -hmm. 
that you can understand, mm-hmm. they are somehow participating in the social contract. Yeah, unless you should... can really say you're not. Right. And if you if that's the case, we wouldn't even hear you saying that. Right, right. Or unless you're <laughs> you breaching would... it. Huh? Or unless you're breaching the contract, right. which is what a lot of people right. are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, people who have the means to help the contract mm-hmm. work more smoothly for everyone. Right. But anyway, though, let's get into questions oh. from the beer curious. Okay. Okay, so today's question is from David. All right. And he is a friend of mine who is not, you know, a very big drinker. In fact, he said, you know, you and Misa were probably present for a good 80% of every beer I ever drank. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even remember him drinking beer. You know, I remember him drinking beer and really? you know, um, he did not appreciate it in the way that we did. You know, and I think that it's hard to appreciate it. He's been it. there when we were drinking beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always, you know, he's always a great person to yeah. drink with, despite the fact that he doesn't drink at all now. Right. Because he's down to have conversations with drunk people totally. without judging them. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and <laughs> we can all appreciate that yes. guy. Yes. Right. So, um, but like, yeah, but like, you know, when you first start out drinking beer, you know, like the, the, the nuances yeah. of it, I think become lost on you, mm-hmm. you know, and especially like, I feel like most people who start drinking beer drink the same kind of beer mm-hmm. and that beer seems incredibly bitter to them, even if right. it's like the mildest beer of all totally, time. Totally. Right. Yeah. You know, so, but he said, you know how sodas come in all kinds of crazy flavors. Mm-hmm. Do beers have a similarly wide gamut? Mm -hmm. And I enjoy to use the word gamut, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then his follow-up to that is, and if so, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite or best tasting out there beer? Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on this? Well, let me tell you, David. You're asking if beers have flavors as crazy as soda. I would even say that there's even more crazier flavors in beer than in sodas. Right? Because what's the craziest... Like, Okay, the craziest soda flavors I've had, I can't say what exactly... Well, I can kind of... Well, but... Um, he actually, you know, has lived in Atlanta, so I'm sure he's familiar with the Coca-Cola Museum. Yes, I'm sure. And they, at the end of the Coca-Cola Museum tour, there's like a room where, uh, because Coca-Cola has different, uh, you know, companies all over the world, right? Which, by the way, Coca-Cola uh, used to be the craziest beer flavor. Yes. Because it had cocaine in it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but go Which, ahead. I mean, I haven't had that version. But <laughs> None of us have living, yeah. I don't think. So there's like a room where it'll say like, you know, it'll have different flavors of all the sodas from the different countries that Coca-Cola, uh, you know, that owns whatever and so different countries have different ones. So you're like, oh, shit, look at this crazy one. And sometimes it's just delicious. And like, why don't they just have this here? But there's other ones that are crazy. And I can't remember any of them. I do remember one time I had like a crazy, I had like a trial of their like, this was in Japan. They're like, 
somebody gave it to us when I was working somewhere. I was like, oh, this is some new drink that they're uh, thinking of coming out with. This is like the beta version. And so they were giving it out. And it was like, um, like hot, hot pepper, like spicy hot red pepper or whatever. It was the worst fucking tasting thing like I have ever tasted. Not only was it spicy, it just was gross. So this is And like I those, never saw it go to market. So this is like those gag jelly beans where they're like, ah, this one tastes, No, they were serious because this They were was, serious, wow. It was like in a small little thing, so it wasn't like a full soda, but their whole thing was like capsaicin, right? Yeah. Burns whatever, so it was supposed to be like a diet soda. You know? I see. Japanese people like like that yeah. kind of shit. Um, Sounds horrible. Yeah, it was it was I was like, oh, this is gross. I was like, no, I say no to this. Um, but beer wise, so yes, there's different crazy beers, and uh, one of the our friends that was we were uh, virtual drinking with this weekend, he was drinking a spruce beer, you know, spruce as in like the evergreen plant. Um, and he said it didn't taste too sprucey, but, um, you know, so, I mean, that's something. We had an IPA uh -huh. with mangosteen. Oh, mangosteen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, it's not a Jewish mango. <laughs> it's <laughs> some, it's its own, it's its own fruit. It's not even a mango. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. It looks more like lychee. What did they say? It was like, it looks, visually, it looks like garlic cloves? Yeah. Yeah. It was very different. It was delicious. It was delicious. It was delicious. And I thought it did smell it's like, like mangoes. It was very tropical. Well, it's a tropical fruit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, definitely a lot of different fruits. I, re I do remember um, when our friend was talking about the spruce beer, I was remembering... Uh, a beer we had, I think, I believe it was from Craftsman, um, and it was like sage, and that one was like really sagey, and I was like, it was a little too sagey for me, but you know, there's a lot of different flavors. Um, I think one of the ones that I've liked is like um, coconut. I want to say coconut and lime, maybe. Well. One thing that makes beers so good uh -huh. is, especially regionally, uh -huh. is the infusions. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot about how Hawaiian beers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. always have this tropical aftertaste. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's always like at least not not always. You know, there there's some that are very on profile. Right. But the ones where they're trying to really infuse Hawaii into them. Right. You get some kind of. There's something. Right, lilikoi you know? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. and, you know, one, so to answer his question, mm -hmm. I think I agree with you mm -hmm. that there is more variety so. amongst beers because the thing about soda is that soda mm -hmm. is soda. Right. Okay? Now, beer mm -hmm. is already a series of subcategories. Right. And so then from within those subcategories, right. you can then branch out. Right, right. Right. In entirely, you know, so many different ways. Right. You know, like you, you can have a stout that's done this way, that right, way. Right, because that even way, that with way. the coffee, there mm -hmm. could be a coffee stout, a coffee porter, a coffee IPA. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, vanilla like, stout. Exactly. You know? But I'm saying even with the coffee, it could right. be oh, for different right, right. beer styles. Right. And these are all different. Yeah, and these right. will all give you and different results. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. 
So that's one element. Yeah. And then there's somebody who I follow on Twitter uh-huh. that when they post about beer, mm-hmm. it seems like they're always drinking out their beers. Like they're always drinking uh-huh. like, you know, this beer is marshmallow flavored or infused. This beer is cotton candy. Right. And I'm like, you know, I'm like now those are out there beers. Like I can peanut never, butter. Yeah, I yeah. can never. Yeah, like, oh yeah, like the uh, Belching Beaver has the peanut butter. Yeah. We did have the Snicker one from. Oh yeah, uh, and that one totally tasted like a Snickers. It, it totally was a did. It had bottle very, logic. Yeah, it was very yeah. peanutty. That was yeah. on one of our past podcasts. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, you know, yes. we talked a lot about that. Really Which fun. you don't. You I've never had a peanut butter soda. Yeah. Right. And I have never had a beer uh-huh. that literally tasted so much like a Snickers. Yeah. It, you know, no, and Snickers was... is my favorite candy bar. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed about Snickers, mm. the difference between America and Japan, uh-huh. is that everyone knows about American Snickers uh-huh. and how they have basically this like a penile vein, like on the back of the Snickers. It's very uncomfortable, you know. Uh, people are. It's like a drizzle of chocolate. Yeah, in Japan. They took that out. They put really? yeah. They, they put more like what looks like a tire pattern, like a texture. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. There's a specific pattern uh-huh. on it because they didn't want it to be uncomfortable. You know, for <laughs> I'm assuming. But anyway, that's just a little bit of trivia. <laughs> I remember. Uh... <laughs> When we went to uh, Europe, we were in Paris. Those like we had, we had, we had bought like a um, a video camera, and this was like over ten years ago. And so I had like a video camera. It wasn't like iPhones. We're gonna take a video. Yeah. It was like a little camcorder. camcorder. And I remember I was taking a video of you eating a Snickers by like the Arc. Yeah, and you're like, hmm, and you were, <laughs> you had like, and and you were giving your take on like the Parisian Snickers. <laughs> so that would never. That I remember would, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, you found it, Japanese Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally different thing. Interesting. Yeah, they're not doing that. <laughs> they're, they're, you're not doing that yeah so anyway that's crazy so you know i rarely try these off the wall beer flavors right i like something a little more you know closer to what you expect yeah that's just how i am Uh uh-huh you know, but at the same time, I would like to be more adventurous. And I'm glad this question came up uh-huh. because it will definitely give us an opportunity uh-huh. to keep this in mind as we're adventuring with beer and trying more beer. And maybe we can try some more different and ambitious beers. Yeah. And I th- talk about those. Yeah, I think so. Because like on uh, if it were up to us, like personally. We wouldn't really try them, but for the podcast, it's like a good reason to like try beers we wouldn't totally. otherwise. Because why just keep drinking the same kind of beers? You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah, we should yeah. do that. We should do like a, an episode where we do all kinds of like crazy flavors. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sounds well, good. So if you guys have any questions for the Beer Curious, we yes. would love for you to submit them yes. to us. We would love for you guys to get in contact with us. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. You can ask us questions about beer. You can ask us questions about ourselves. You can ask anything. us questions about anything. Whatever. Whatever. Yes. Just like, hmm. Whatever. I thought you had. Yeah. And you can do that mm -hmm. by contacting us on our Twitter at Drink Local TV. Contacting us on our Instagram at Drink Local TV. And contacting us on the classic World Wide Web, the Information Superhighway. DrinkLocal.tv. Good job. You can leave us a comment on one of the uh, um, posts for the podcast or whatever i don't know but i think those are where you can leave posts yeah comments i mean absolutely yep we would love to hear from you yes and until then thank you guys again and bottoms up bottoms up <laughs>